Sorry, I'm really confused, though. You said ping pong. What's this? Wait, someone's phone is making sounds. Everybody turn off your phones. Do you hear that? I hear feedback? that. Okay. You know, is it the phone, though? Yeah, because this happened on the other recording, and it picked it up. And I was like, uh, do you like airplane mode or something? To myself. Huh? Airplane. Sure, just so it's not picking up like. There, okay. Yeah. No, you got to turn oh, it all the way off. That way it's like putting a tinfoil hat. On your phone. Onto the podcast. On my. <clears throat> genitals. <laughs> Don't go there. Okay. Not before the theme. Are okay. we recording? <laughs> tinfoil codpiece. Eric. Oh, shit, we have been recording. That okay. motherfucker, this I was on to him this time. <laughs> I mean... Oh, also, Mom said I shouldn't say the F-bomb as much. I didn't even know you did. Did, okay. you, tell her, did you tell her to folk off? Ooh, okay, if there we can go. use that folk as the F-word. But then I'll start saying it in my real life, and people will think I'm a freak. <laughs> well, we already are. <laughs> Welcome to episode two of Folk With Us. Um, we are not having a guest this episode. Uh, this is a choice that we made. Exactly. Um, not because we couldn't get anybody no, to do it. No, never. Uh, we actually have a bouncer and like a whole line of people. And a velvet rope. Yeah. We had that at uh, my taco shop for the football game day. <laughs> oh my God. Because people always try to get the food themselves. So we're like, nope. Oh, I was hoping it was like a whole like red carpet thing where people were like taking pictures and and, I mean, and just for the them. for the people listening since they don't know what this taco place is that you worked at it is famously velvet rope tacos right that would be a very good place to work at this is a big celebrity taco shop in Oklahoma velvet underground tacos okay I'd rather work there than the red carpet you could the just heroin I mean. all day oh yeah um but yeah also so your appealed banana. Yes. A great reference, Famously. I guess. Uh, famously, Tim. So we have no guest on this episode, uh, just because we're trying to like establish some form of structure. I don't know how well that's going to go, but um, we thought it would help us kind of figure out what we're doing with this dang thing. And uh, I thought maybe we should also talk about a, like who we are, because we never said, like, you are my brother. <laughs> Oh, we didn't? Oh, no. <laughs> Whoops. We, okay, yeah. So Tim okay. is this person. Tim is Rachel's brother. Yeah. And I'd say a good friend of Eric. Now yeah. at least. I'm, I'm friends with people. That's Eric. That's mm-hmm. me. Um, we are in Oklahoma. I think we said we that. We said about, that, yeah, Okay. Yeah. And it sucks. Yeah, I think it, well, was a, it was a big reveal about halfway through the first episode, I think. Yeah. <laughs> right, I remember you were like, oh, by the way, Oklahoma City. Yeah, this is actually a guerrilla radio station mm-hmm. operating out of uh, out of the Oklahoma City metro area. Yeah, 2D is going to come up and do some stuff. Is it? Wait, 2D from the gorillas? Yeah, gorilla. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Good one. <laughs> Thank you. It's kind of like the Max Headroom oh, wait, incident, wait, 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 except it's been God going on for it, like 36 a... hours. I know. I fucked up again. Okay. Tim was trying to do a sound effect. All right. Go. <laughs> go. <laughs> Okay. Oh man, we're 
getting transported. Fan favorite. Hell yes. Okay, time to write this down. Yeah, take note. This is the TARDIS. If, uh, if our fans aren't familiar, if you're not who heads, whovians. Yeah, who heads. Uh, first of all, I'm sorry for you. What a pathetic life you have. You never experienced such things as super who lock. Um, but that is the TARDIS. It's what the Doctor travels in. And so if you, during this episode, like, need to be rescued or to go back in time or anything or visit some aliens. Just point at me. Just summon the TARDIS uh, and we'll get a little wibbly wobbly. Exactly. Uh, also, okay, so since we're now playing sound effects. Right. We did, we, because this is going to be a reoccurring bit, uh, the thing where we make sound boards for each other. Uh, to blindly play, we decided to give it a name. And Tim, that what name right. did we come up with? We came up... I would say I came up with more. That's fair. Well, If I, you want to take credit for this, yeah, the I'm blame. not going to fight you. <laughs> for Uncle Hank's Barrel of Stank. I'm your Uncle Hank's area. This is me. Barrel. Right, so... And with this... Now we're going to do every week... <laughs> A theme with the drops. This week is any any of the drops cannot have words. Yeah. So the name of the theme is, of course, word is just a four letter word. But I heard you say that word is just a four letter word. Yeah. What? So, uh. If anyone needs to catch up with what we've just established, I'm sorry, but this is going to continue to be at a breakneck speed, and we're going to treat our audience like poets and geniuses. Exactly. And and just assume that you're going to know why Uncle Hank's Barrel of Stank is actually a a really good title for a segment where we play sound drops. What was that that just happened? You (laughs) describing this? What? I'm, I'm sorry, I just could not keep track of <laughs> any of that. That's fine. Wait, can you guys hold up for a second? So uh, a little a little while back, you said that there was going to be a bit that we're going to be doing. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> okay. That was Good perfect. Good job, Tim. Thank you. That was Tim's first one that I deployed. Um. So I guess, speaking of uncles... We now got to take a trip to our aunt. Yes. Irie. The, which is, I think it's Airy. I, I say we should both pronounce it how we think it is, and neither of us will be right. Okay, probably. I did listen to a podcast from the Foxfire Museum. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I did my research. It, it is Airy? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's yeah. pretty cool. I, I know, guess. it's good. Uh, yeah, so this episode we are going to be talking about Aunt Airy, which is the second chapter of the Foxfire book. Um, but first, I have a little itinerary. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, so I have a couple things that were mentioned in the first episode that I thought we could go back and talk about. Okay, like and the minutes, then, as it were. Yeah, let's take the minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to call it's it to like order? like you're part of our meeting. Yeah, to the audience, audience are you saying that? Yeah. Yes. No, I'm, I'm translating all of this to the audience okay. right now. Okay, Eric's audience surrogate. Basically, since I'm the only one who didn't do any work. <laughs> Tim, do you want to call the meeting to order? Yes. <laughs> okay. Do you recognize that? No. Was that Will uh, Ferrell? Will Ferrell. Not exactly. That's uh, Jared Leto as the Joker. Oh, God. Uh, the doing, fact that that... Doing his Joker laugh. 
to an audience of screaming fans who just I didn't I cut it out because it would be including words, but they do go yeah after God. that I- iconic sound. And then he just throws like dead rats at them. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, "Thank you, sir." Um, okay, so the meeting is called to order. The first thing here, here. that we were going to talk about, well, I need to personally address, which is, uh, I said the character Falkar is from Skyrim. Skyrim, and he's actually from, from Oblivion. Okay, so still an Elder Scroll. So please forgive me, fans. Mm-hmm. You know it's an embarrassing mistake if I know. Well, yeah. Especially when it comes to Elder Scrolls. And I need it to be known that Oblivion was, I think, better than Skyrim. Than Skyrim? Yeah. It had so many glitches. That's the problem. Like, there are so oh, many glitches. Oh, Bethesda in it doesn't that I have any finish. glitches anymore. Yeah, Todd. They've been doing all right on Wolfenstein, too. Just got to say. They did, they did that? Oh, yeah. Oh. Is this what plays in Wolfenstein whenever you. <laughs> whenever you shoot a Nazi. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Uh, it does sound like German, like EDM, that they would probably, like, take drugs to. Anyways, I'm sorry to the fans. I promised to do better. I'm sorry I disappointed you. Um, Falkar is. I will say this is a good segment because I'm sure we're going to have to apologize (laughs) every episode. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just like clearing clearing a little room for addressing all of the fucked up things we said. And hey, whoever thought it was really funny to write like 20 reviews on the iTunes about the Falkar thing, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah, but also tell us how you found it on iTunes because that's been a problem. Wait. Oh yeah, exactly. All right. What is an RSS feed? I don't know. Okay, it's, it's the ghost of Steve Jobs trying to silence our voice. Yeah, because this is like opposite of Steve Jobs. What we're trying to explore here. All right. The next thing I wanted to talk about is not actually an apology. It is something that we were wondering about, which is uh, maple syrup. Did we discuss this? No. See, Tim didn't listen to the episode. (laughs) No. Why would I do that to myself? But there was a point when we talked about maple wood, and everybody was like, why didn't we talk about syrup? Oh, my God. Yeah, that is fair. You had maple, right? uh, Maple. Yeah, because I said it was a staple. There you Mm -hmm. go. Box planes, auger. Handles. Handles. See, we're learning. (laughs) Now, what is that? I can't tell you. (sighs) I don't Uh, know. Isn't an auger like the drill that goes into the dirt to aerate it? Yes. Hell yeah. Yeah, like usually an auger is like, uh, you can use it as a drill, but like basically it's um, it's like a corkscrew shape that you mm-hmm. use to like circulate things. All I know about is the draugr that you fight in Oblivion. The better Elder Scroll. Okay, so what we're going to talk about is maple trees, um, some quick facts about them, because actually... They do have those in Appalachia, and they do get maple syrup from them. Um, so pretty we are sappy. pretty s- sappy. Oh, Okay, uh, that's the sound of us investigating <laughs> um, literal maple syrup, which, first of all, dispelling myths, maple syrup is not the same as molasses. 
Who thought that? Probably me. You what? were way wrong. Dead wrong. I was dead wrong. Do you well, know the differences? Well, I know molasses is like what they put in brown sugar, white sugar to make it brown sugar. That's a fact. Where do they come from, though? Uh, bees? I mean, it's That's in the name. They make that mole asses. Are you proud of yourself? From the ass of a mole. <laughs> Jesus. Molasses is from sugar cane. Weird. Okay. And then maple syrup is from trees. So... Is white sugar then also from sugar cane? I couldn't tell you that. Is molasses just a thick rum? I feel like they're probably related. Like, <laughs> oh, my man. <laughs> Classic. Okay, that's... Little yeah. mix. Um, that's the sound of Jack Sparrow whenever he drinks the molasses and he gets all wild and thinks he's in Jamaica. And he can just never find that rum also. <laughs> yeah. What's the next apology for? <laughs> I'm not apologizing <laughs> about syrup. I'm just trying to talk about it. Okay. This is a part where it kind of gets like Joe Para. Um, but I am going to tell you some facts about it real quick. Uh, which is that it has 2% sugar in the sap of the sugar maple tree, which is a specific type of maple. Okay. There's other maple trees that only have 1% sugar. And you got to know that if you're going to be a one percenter. <laughs> Yeah, which that is the goal. Oh, I'm sorry, folk you. Um, So, okay, I also thought about this. Tell me what you think. I thought about what if we made a Pinterest where we could put pictures of maple trees and sugar maple trees and so people can identify them. That'd be cool. And we we can can do recipes, too. Yeah, exactly. We collect everything. A classic Canadian thing is you take hot maple syrup, put it on snow, and it, like, makes a taffy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I sat on a nail art YouTube. True fans know which one I'm talking about. (laughs) Okay. So that's something we can include on the Pinterest. Yep. Or at least the clues to find that video. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah. What do you think about that? I like it. Yeah. Okay. We'll do it. So I'm not going to go into too much detail about how to tell what a sugar sugar maple is. But uh, if you ever want to make your own syrup. It is possible. And I mean, we did a lot of tree identification in the last episode. Oh, can I tell you one fact about it? About the maple? Uh, The sugar maple? Yes. Okay, in 1663, there was a chemist that told the European settlers about it. And then um, John Smith said he saw Native Americans processing the sugar. And they used the bark for coughs and... Diarrhea. Nice. You know who's John Smith? The doctor. Yeah, that's his fake name that he uses. Oh, wait, he really does? Yeah, all the time. And then in one episode, they were like, that's not a name. That's like completely fake. Yeah. Hmm. So now we know the inventor of the maple tree is Doctor Who. That means the doctor is maybe not a good person. Well, we know that. Didn't he like commit genocide at some point? Pretty sure he, like, participated in, my fan in it, right? I mean... You're talking about Doctor Who? John Smith. Oh, John Smith. But, I mean, yeah, they are the same person. <laughs> well, man, John Smith. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he was basically... Uh, I mean, wasn't he a plantation asshole? I mean... Yeah, that's what I thought, but I didn't know if there was, like, more specifics. But, yeah, he was, like, well, a terrible white man. Hey, guys, just fun fact. Um... 
the British East India Company is like actually responsible for like some massive genocides and they were also at one point the biggest company in the world which basically they were committing genocide to like bring spices back to England which I just gotta say anytime that anyone of you says do you want to run something like a business? Straight up, go fuck yourself. Yeah. No. Because that's how business Sorry. runs stuff. What was that? That's James Brown in a <laughs> famous interview where he was really fucked up. I'm sorry, folked up. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it works if you keep saying I know. the bad word. He was straight, well, he was straight browning. But yeah, that, that's out. why I thought it counted for not saying words because he is just slurring his words like crazy. He did say no, so I'm going to need you. I know what's going to be on the next apology segment for episode three. <laughs> okay, fine. There was a word. I, yeah, I've brought shame upon my ancestors. They are. This is not the first time our ancestors <laughs> have been ashamed of us. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, okay, let me try and remember what these sounds are because I wasn't paying attention. Okay, Z, what was that song that just played, the piano song? Uh, like a Prayer by Madonna. Oh, God. I was singing it yeah, really well. Yeah, I recognize it. All right, and then I think the first one was Pac-Man? Yes, okay. number one is Pac-Man because that, that was like classic. And then I think number three is the Superstar. Let's hear that right now. The Superstar? Yeah. Yeah, from Mario Kart. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. It's the only superstar that we pledge allegiance to. Anyways, if you guys want to know more about... Uh, Our what, flaws. What you can do about maple syrup, there's going to be like more in the book about it. Uh, so we'll get to it eventually. The book that we're writing, that's right. We've got a book deal after the first episode. With Random House. Okay. And now, Rando Tim, House. to get to... The second segment about what we are going to explore from the last episode. I have a specific sound for you. Remember the pomander balls? Yes. Tim was right about the bubonic plague. Oh, shit. They actually did use that for that reason. Dude, I'm so proud of myself. Can you imagine myself. that shit? Okay. Hey, and pretty soon that'll be uh, valuable information again in the United States. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to also <laughs> need that song. Hopefully because the Black pig Plague is my favorite thing <laughs> mm. in history. You want this sound drop for when you... No, I need it on my phone <laughs> okay. for whenever people call me. <laughs> I was pretty happy about it. We'll play it at the end it of this. It was very good. I'm, yeah, I Yeah, that's, that's a straight up original. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so we talked about those oranges that you put cloves in, but they used to be like little metal things or wooden things if you were poor that you would put like oils and herbs in for the good smells. But back in the medieval times, mm-hmm. they believed that like bad stinks were causing disease. So like it well, was directly they related completely to completely wrong. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, smelling lavender isn't going to keep you from getting the plague, right? Or measles. 
moms out there, <laughs> vaccinate your kids. You know, the uh, the plague doctor masks, actually, the reason they had the crazy beak on them, right, and everybody's nodding their heads in the room, because we all know this trivia. Even the dog is nodding. Yeah. But, like, I mean, you just drop some uh, burning lavender in the end of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Huff the fumes. Welcome to Frankenstein's lab. Okay, this is where we can go if we need any potions. Uh, if you need to be like resurrected when you're a bunch of different body parts put together. Um, I do need people to know that I read Frankenstein for one of my college classes. What do you remember about it? That he actually spoke really well. Like yeah, he was he's like really eloquent. Yeah, he's just like, why would you bring me into life <laughs> instead of like, ah, fire bad. He's yeah, all of and, us. And actually, most people don't know this, but... Um, Please don't. What? Are you going to say... That the monster is different from the guy. No, I was going to say that the guy is a modern Prometheus. The mother of Prometheus? The modern Prometheus. I think that we have built the shark. In a great way. That was the best episode of Happy Days. <laughs> yeah. Everybody knows that. That's actually it really did bring in a new era of Happy Days. <laughs> Uh, I've never seen an song? episode because I'm just too young. Is that from Rocky? Maybe it's the final countdown, but I don't know what it's from. It's from, from Arrested Development, I know that much. Yeah, that's what it's from. It originated in Arrested Development. <laughs> You're so proud of yourself. For British eyes only. Oh yes, classic. Uh, let me talk about Paul Manders real quick because I love to talk about the plague. Um, so yeah, do you? Can you guess what it? means the original name is palm de ambre oh like a palm in french means apple yeah booyah and what's what do you think the second part means what say it again i'll spell it d apostrophe a m b r e apple of amber of the wood (laughs) or something like i'm thinking don't look at me what does it mean i think it's amber apple yeah did you whisper amber no. Someone did. Well, I mean, you spelled it out pretty much, so. Oh, I thought I heard someone and whisper And so I it. said Amber, like, what? Yeah, yeah, so you said it. So you guessed it. <laughs> DK Donkey Kong? Welp. Can I just say, too, in that sound clip, there's a one in the middle that sounds like a different guy did it. <laughs> Like it's a div- like the audio quality is totally different. Yeah, they had it's to the guy who made the video who was just yeah, like, he just I wanted need to, to put- go one in there. Exactly. Then no, was, they had SNL they had to dub audition. it in later because out of all of the grunts and so they didn't have one that was perfect for a certain situation, and so they like had had to hire a new <laughs> yeah, voice actor and like come do that like dub after they had pretty much wrapped production on the game, <laughs> and they just like hid it in a file somewhere. And that's why it's a great game. Um. They had an episode of Grey's Anatomy about the plague. Like, I a feel like they did it on House too. It was like someone had a black spot. Yes, it, I think it was the lady. She had like, uh, it started out like, oh, I can't sleep. Then she lifted up her arm. Hey, what's that big mass yeah. in my armpit? And yeah. they took it out. It was black. Because like plague. under the armpit is usually where it lives. Yep. Because your lymph nodes. And you know, uh, the crazy thing. Nodes. Is... 
right after everybody started washing their hands and not shitting in the literal streets, suddenly that whole plague thing kind of took care of itself. Yeah, now they like shit in a bucket and throw it into the street. <laughs> you just don't walk through it. It's called sanitation. Please don't belittle it. Mm. Yeah, and that's high society. Fancy um, living. That would have been a good sound drop if we were allowed to have words. Not this week. Next no. week. Uh, yeah, so pomander balls. Um, oh, yeah, they usually had ambergris. Remember that from Futurama? Oh, classic. They also had an episode of Bob's Burgers. Oh. This podcast is just going to be References. my knowledge of television, which is not as much as I'd like. It's where we learn most things. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so... It came in different shapes, like nuts and skulls and hearts and ships and rosary beads, which seems kind of blasphemous to be, like, praying and you're just huffing your fancy herbs. Well, I mean, that, don't they have, like, they carry some kind of, like, thing? Oh, yeah, the incense, incense? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I that guess. I point. mean, like, really, yeah, how is that different than having, like, a censor or something like that? You're right. Oh. I will go um, plead to the Pope not mm-hmm. to excommunicate me. Okay, this is an obscure one. It's from my Kate Bush song. Kate I, Bush? Yeah, I had to include it because it's That's really... George George W.'s sister. Every time I listen to it... Kate. Yeah. Every time I listen to it, I can't stop thinking about the part where the guy says, ta-ta-ta, hmm, ta-ta-ta. And uh, the, the song is about, like, a composer. Is so she, I like, guess... an actual good composer like huh? is kate bush a good musician yeah because this does not sound like no a it's good a good ass song. song no it's so good but her thing she's just weird she's like avant-garde oh, okay so yeah this is why i can't have the aux cord is because i'll play shit like this and it's just like no she is like objectively good mm-hmm. she worked with like prince prince loved her oh, okay i got you i can i can see that but i picked this part out because it's so weird um and i feel like this song comes right after babushka which is like one of her biggest like pop hits. Anyways. And her cousin is Kim Jong Bush. So the song is about a composer called Delius or Delius. Yes. But in the middle, he just says ta 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 because he's like writing a song. Anyways, it's not technically words and I'm obsessed with it because I don't know. It's like her songs just have... It's like she has a bunch of, like, creatures from the labyrinth that just, like, live in her songs. Okay, that's pretty cool. I'll say that much. <laughs> so, I mean, you heard, like, three seconds. I do want to say, though, that I noticed a theme in a bunch of the stuff that Rachel picked. There's, like, a lot of vocalizing, but it's just not worth right, That's what exactly. I like to do. <laughs> I like to play with the rules. I mean... Because I'm like the Joker. I'm very mischievous. I'm not playing the joker again it's not for that okay but yeah so that is ta 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 um listen to that song listen to that album uh oh yeah so palmanders we basically covered everything uh you bring it with we you bring it with you when you're in a nasty part of town uh and then it becomes a christmas tradition where uh in victorian times they would Make the oranges with cloves. That's I like that. And then it's a witchcraft thing. It becomes one after Christmas? I guess, like, when it became, like, an orange thing, they also started doing witchcraft with it. Hmm. 
but you use it for people that are sick. Oh, that makes make sense better. of like, I was going to sh- like try, but I have really have no idea about paganism. Oh, I'll what were you going to say? Like, I think of like herbs obviously as mm-hmm. like a tool and like clove being such a spice. This is why I didn't. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. The, mm. I mean, I feel like it is just because it's, like, so potent smelling. Mm. Right. And then you tie a, a golden ribbon around it. I like that. And hang it over their bed. So if you ever know someone that's sick, you can do a spell for them. I mean, I already do. Oh, shit. Frankenstein, your friend? My, my great friend, <laughs> Jonathan Frankenstein. Okay, so that's the end of the uh, Tim was right about the bubonic plague segment. Um, Jonathan Harker. Are you saying? Tim was right about the bubonic plague. You owe me forever for this. Oh, yeah. It's my greatest achievement. I was not expecting anything. The dog is getting tangled. Oh, my God. (laughs) All right. Uh, Tim, do you want to play your game? I would love to. Okay, so in the theme of Aunt Airy, which uh, this chapter that we're uh, doing the episode is about. That we have not spoken yeah, about. Yeah, well, it's the main event, so I mm. figured we save it for last. Oh, okay, yeah, that's fair. She has a lot of good sayings. So you got to stay mm-hmm. tuned. Okay. And Please? how so much about like culture and folk ism mm-hmm. I need to get a better word for that, but. Folksism. Yeah. Folksism. Okay. Uh. <laughs> Where, how language is so tied to it. I think of one example is that Garrett told me about the word work brickle. In the sense of like, their grandma says it like, oh, if somebody has, I need to find a good medium for my microphone. No, you're good. Um, If you have work brickle, you have good work ethic. That's why when we were working on the house, I was, I always asked Garrett like, she she knows I have work, Brickle, right? <laughs> when we were ripping up the carpet for this, like, honestly, it's such a bad house. It was like, that's a story for another day. Didn't this. you also find a bunch of, like, racist dolls? A, many, a closet full of mammy dolls, which, yeah, talk about a cursed object, <laughs> to say the least. But with language, I made a game in the style of Dr. Game Show in which I looked up a bunch of words tied to regions. It was basically from this one article from NPR, Mm. where it's like, oh, every state has their own word. The list did manage to get to 52, which I don't understand how. Wow. Um, And these definitely don't look like words when I was reading them. Like, for this game, I really think NPR was just playing a very elaborate prank on me <laughs> as a reader. <laughs> that sounds about right. Because, God, let me tell you. Okay, so three rounds, and whoever gets the most points wins the language badge, which I don't have with me. Oh. I was going to get some Yu-Gi-Oh cards or Pokemon cards, and the best one in that pack would be the badge. Wow. So, so whoever wins it, you'll receive it I love in two weeks. Yeah, so here You're we go. You're going down, Eric. It's probably true. What's that? That was the South Park theme. Oh my god, I didn't even recognize it. Yeah, oh but yeah. the bass was like super boosted. You yeah, know, don't know weird. how that. It, I feel Their like theme is very folksy. That is true. Yeah, they don't give a folk. for Colorado, which I, 
I usually wouldn't think of like as being, you know, small town, but I mean, then again. Oh, it's so woodsy though. Well, yeah, I mean, there's classic a, mountain town. like I mean, yeah, I was going to say literally like the the song that was the overture for the movie, right? It was about how they were from a Podunk mountain town. <laughs> Greatest movie ever. It honestly was. I mean, um so Yeah, so they were good back then. Yeah, everybody, everybody listening. Everything they did holds up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Round 1. I give you the word, and you have to tell me the definition. Mm. You can ask for me to use it in a sentence, or, nah, yeah, that's it. Okay, are Just, we taking turns? Yes. Whoever wants to go first. Oh, please. Okay. Bring so, it. your word is... He was a linguist, or you, he has a, oh, shit, a major right. in... But you were creative writing, so <laughs> what is creative writing if not using words that don't exist? Wait, what was the name of your major? I majored in linguistics. You are correct. Yeah, yeah. So this is already the deck won't, is That probably won't help me here, but... Your word is deedle dees. <laughs> like deedle dees nuts? I, I was... <laughs> I'm glad I didn't make that joke because everybody else was going to do it. I was so ready when I was writing this and I completely <laughs> forgot. Um... <laughs> What the f- This is my favorite one. Wait, listen to the whole thing. It's from Little Nightmares. It's the janitor monster. Like different uh, sounds that he makes. This sounds like an awesome game, but by the, by the way, I'm going to take this opportunity to plug Little Nightmares. That yeah. is actually my culture. I thought it was like, I don't even know. Wait, can Kind I of Silent something? Hill or something. Go for it. Oh, no. You should play it, though. You will you can beat it in a day. Oh, And cool. they're coming out with the second one, but... um. I had I don't even know how to say this. Like I had watched a bunch of videos about like little nightmares, like theories, and like w- just people talking about it, and like because the story is very like left up to the player, and like it was all in my brain, and then like something reminded me of it, but I didn't realize it, so I thought it was like something that had happened in my life. Oh, Does God. that make sense? Like, like I thought it was, was like one thing? of my memories. Oh God! Wait, 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 wait. So, what part of Little Nightmares did you think <laughs> was something that happened in your life? The janitor. I really yeah. want to know. I really want to know. It had to do with like six the character like eating different foods, and so I was like, oh yeah, was that when I was like eating this food? And like, yeah, it, there there was right. definitely way too much time where I was like, was this something that happened to me? Amazing. Um. Anyways. Okay, so I want, so you said you, you get definitions and sentences, right? Or you get sentences and you got to guess the definition. Yes. Um, so I do want to hear okay. the sentence that you've got for this. And I really think we should just, we should honestly have a policy of always ask for the sentence on this. I agree. Because oh, I mean, yeah. I'm That's sure gonna he's going to be good every time. So. Do you have sentences ready or are you just going to? No. Well, I thought about it, but. It, sure. Yeah. It's very DM energy where it's coming up with it on the spot. Okay. Can I be uh, a rogue? Really? We'll see. You're well, that kind of seems like a definition if Deedle D is just DM energy. <laughs> Deedle D's. I was walking through the forest and I saw so many Deedle D's. Okay, so I'm going in the direction of thinking that maybe it's an insect. Is that your final answer? Hmm. Can I guess if he gets it wrong? Yes, but I won't. Just go. Never mind. So many deedle dees. I mean, that's really what comes to mind for me. I think this insect. You should have to be specific about which insect. Oh. It is not 
an insect. See, I figured that because he had this smug look on his face. <laughs> God, that's also why I can't be a DM. I need, you need a one of those papers that you don't, yeah. Uh, to cover his mouth. Or one of those for the pomander ball if you don't need it. To cover my mouth. Here, use this coaster. To cover your mouth, literally? Okay. Yeah, so. <laughs> He's going to cover his mouth. Wow. <laughs> no, <laughs> nope, that ominous. doesn't work. Okay. Uh, we just won't look at you, how about? Okay, great. Just That's all I floor. ever wanted in this life. For those who can't see what's <laughs> going on right now, I am not looking at Tip. All right, so can I guess, since he got it wrong? Yes. You said I was walking in the forest and I saw Deedle Dees. Mm-hmm. So many. It is nuts, isn't it? My first reaction is like some kind of fairy creature. Is it supernatural? It is not supernatural. All right. That was my guess. Uh, pine needles. Ah, oh, really? Aww. Yeah. Um, they also, since they come from each state, cute. I didn't write which one it is. If you really want to know, Google it yeah, online. Google that shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So number two of round one is Cascade. Hmm. Definitely used in a sentence. I'm trying to think of where it doesn't immediately give it away. Like, hmm. ah, man, I had such a migraine the other day. I totally cascaded <laughs> okay so my th- my first thought was like i mean i have to say diarrhea related but then the migraine thing it's like that's not usually linked i think i know what it is okay i think i think you're right i'm gonna say slept took a nap it is not to take a nap. I think it's when you weird. do a barf. It's when you do a barf. Are you serious? Yes. I was so close. Yes, that's it's just also, a different kind of barf. By the way, it's the other end. It's also it's also uh, laundry <laughs> or uh, dish detergent, <laughs> right? Okay, so we'll say half a point since it's your you had to steal it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I get half a point because it was some sort of liquid that you expel. Half, Wait. A, half a point, I guess. You got I the wrong so. end. Okay, your... I mean, I don't know. Barf is semantically different. Very oh different gosh. than diarrhea. I don't know. Not when I do it. <laughs> Eric. Got the same taste and smell. word is whoopin' soccer. No space. Whoopin' soccer. You think that's a yes. Pokemon? It sounds like it. Sixth generation. Um, Are all these real? He got them from now NPR. Now you know how I feel when I was reading that website. <laughs> They're from NPR. Whoopin' soccer. Their word is law. Okay, I want to know. I want to know. Oh, the sentence? What? How you use this in a sentence. I wish I did. No. <laughs> One sec. Your sentence could be, I wish I knew how to use the word whoopin' soccer. That's in a always the joke when people are playing Scrabble and it's like, use it in a sentence. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's why I made that same joke that everybody else has made. I knew it lands every table uh, until it cuts you in half against the wall. Yes, that's honestly it. Wouldn't be a bad way to go. Um, (laughs) I just want to Vogue so hard when that. I think I'll just do a lip sync to that song. That'd be great. You could be like like a body from a crime scene. Oh my! And have all like the little flags of like this is evidence. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, whoop and soccer. I was... Ooh, and then when you got up, you could, like, 
clap and there's like because you're in a chalk outline mm-hmm. and you clap and the chalk dust goes everywhere i like that okay. that's how put a pin in this game uh bitch puddin who won dragula season two she does a lip sync as john benet ramsey oh my God. and as a as a ghost and like i don't know baby powder or something mm. but she puts it all on like her sleeves and then claps and it's just this huge cloud Whoa. yeah okay, I, have I love her dragula. so much yeah it's disgusting i love it go Whooping soccer. I was driving to work and I was dumbfounded. I saw this whooping soccer on the way. <laughs> it made me almost want to pull over to look at that whooping soccer. <laughs> Is it a dead body? <laughs> yes. I just like, so it could literally be anything. <laughs> yes. I, it was the just the there road. by the road. Is so it I stopped a, to look okay, at it. I think it was extraordinary. Pill? I think. It doesn't. Is it a tourist trap? It's a turtle. I I shouldn't have done this one. It's actually the definition is something extraordinary. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. That's okay. so abstract. Well, you didn't. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I like that. You though. did okay for what it gave okay, you. Yeah. I like that though. I need to get it a little. It sounds like also a joke coughing. of like one of these days, Linda. Whoop and soccer. Like I'm gonna beat my wife because I'm in a '50s sitcom. Uh, you're saying that's your fantasy? What is this? Damn. <laughs> okay, do you remember at the arcade when you would win those, like, the tubes that have a little thing that slides? It's called a neon grown tube. You just... I do not know. Oh, it yeah, had I holes exactly. in it? And it like... Yeah, and so what this is a video of, that I got the sound from, is a art it's very abstract art of a bunch of bicycle tires with those taped to it and just slowly rotating oh my gosh you're psycho so i was I just didn't make the thing what i imagined when you said that was uh you know cypress hill has like the six foot bong that they like have audience members rip during concerts <laughs> that sounds awful i'm just like i was imagining like a six foot long <laughs> that would be so scary that they just like smoke. do really slowly <laughs> God. <laughs> you know, if you just put it on a really gradual slope. It's instead of a rain stick. Okay, last one it's of the worst round rain one. Stick. Okay, go. Rachel. Yar. It is not a word, but it is a phrase. Make the riffle. The riffle? The riffle. Make the riffle. R-I-F-F-L-E. Is that what you say at the strip club? Elaborate. <laughs> I would say that's not the definition. No. <laughs> okay. Say sentence. I, this one I did plan. Yas Queen, make the riffle. Is it money? No. Okay. Eric. This is much more. Yeah, it's not as abstract. Go. Cool. Make the riffle. Make the riffle. Yes. Make is it just like the riffle? Turn a look. No. Okay, I'm gonna stop guessing. Yeah. I'm just you, mad that I didn't get like a Yas Queen related phrase. Wait. So you did say though that this is in the strip club. I said that. I. I wanted to know if it was... <laughs> like, it potentially could be? Potentially could be in a strip club. Okay, so somebody could be making the riffle in the strip club. <laughs> to make it clap. Yeah, that's what I was thinking <laughs> yeah. of. Wait, is that it? No. No. <laughs> NPR. <laughs> to make it clap. <laughs> hey, man, I mean... <laughs> you never know. It's NPR. Is it applause? To applaud? No. Um, it is to, just another way of saying making a clap. To succeed. 
Make it riffle. Yes. Or to make the riffle. Like, oh, she's making the riffle. riffle. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Can that be the episode title? Sure. Thank you. So the sentence that was supposed to help us on that was, Yas Queen, succeed. Okay. (laughs) Yas Queen, you're making the riffle. So you both have half a point. I got a a point for complaining enough, which just proves that the squeaky wheel really does get the grease. (laughs) Is this also Little Nightmares? It's also the janitor. No, it's the cat again. That's cheating. No, it's not. No one ever said he couldn't. I I feel like that's a a given. But they're they're both so good. Think about, okay, this is what makes me laugh. Imagine a shock jock using that sound. Please. <laughs> okay, round two. I give you the definition and a multiple choice. Uh, okay, I love this. And then you see. This. And then we see. Also, side this. this uh, the answer to this one, the first one, is comes from Oklahoma. Oh. And I have never heard of it. So, the definition is delicious. A. So these are the, the yes. words. I don't know who I'm asking, so you can figure it out amongst yourselves. Well, I went first last time, so Eric can go. A, Warrit, W-O-R-R-I-T. B, Skimmelton. <laughs> C, LaRooping. What, which one of those three means delicious? Can I get those again, please? Warrit. Skimmelton and LaRooping. I know what I would guess. I think it's Warrit. Me too. It is not. Really? LaRooping. Yes. That's not fair. He guessed twice. Well, I'm not giving him a point for that. Yeah. It's multiple choice, so if you don't get the, the first satisfaction. one. Jeez. Um, but yeah, I guess, wow, Jonathan Stranger's new restaurant sure is not LaRooping, because I hate him. The rooping. Now, Apparently. I just want to say I've lived in Oklahoma my entire life, and I have never heard that. Literally. I looked up Make the Riffle as I was leaving my apartment, and nothing came up. I so. don't know if these are real. See? Okay, I thank you. I think NPR is not a good, like, You know what they did is they source. found, they found some, some, like, Library of Congress recording that that somebody you know when they're supposed to they be were found? actually that it, somebody made in like 1895 yeah but it said it they asked dare which is not the dare about drug abuse resistance education yes i don't know Less about dialect something something okay this next one which of these is the hmm, <laughs> how do i say this okay seesaw which of these words mean a seesaw a, Riddy Bob. B, Cho Cho. <laughs> C, Pig Sticker. Also, it's, it's, we were talking about Black Mirror last episode. Continue. I really want it to be Cho Cho. It's your turn? Yeah. It is not Cho Cho. Legend of Zelda. Fine. Ocarina of Time. Obviously. Even I know that one. Yeah, you never well, and it's the not, game. and it's not a pig sticker because a pig sticker is a knife. I don't remember what it, the actual definition. No, it was a sled. <laughs> You're gonna say you didn't remember the hmm? answer. It was a sled. A pig sticker is like oh, a sled that comes into a point. Hmm. Well, a pig sticker is also a knife. Great. 
Riddy Bob is that seesaw. Isn't that the name of SpongeBob's weird friend that he draws with the pencil? That's Doodle Bob, but that's very good joke. Thank you. Do I get a point? No. You're both at half a point you're still. Hell yeah. So corrupt. So, Eric, yes. it's your turn, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. A fat person. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I mean, it better be a compliment. Mm. B. No, oh, that's the wrong. <laughs> Cutting all of this out. A. Dope. B. Squab. C. Oh my gosh. Marblehead. Isn't that isn't B a slur? Well, no, it's a bird. <laughs> okay. Really? Uh, I switched A and B. How was it written? That's why I had that stutter in the beginning. A stroke of genius? Um, a stroke. To say somebody had a stroke is a good euphemism for masturbation. <laughs> and I know my parents <laughs> oh, listen no. to this. Hmm. I mean, I think it's going to be dope. This is not dope. Oh, uh, say the other two. Marblehead or squab? I hate this, but I want to say the first one, marblehead. It's not. It's squab. That's Really? Suck. Squab? Yeah. That uh, just seems so obvious. I mean, I'm thinking like, oh, you better cook that. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like a squab is like, oh, a really good squab would be like really fatty, I think, you know? I'm allowed to say this because I am a fat squab. <laughs> fat <piece> okay. <laughs> That bastard. <laughs> as, a, as a squab, I could speak freely. Exactly. <laughs> hashtag squab. I don't want this. Yeah, anybody who listens to this podcast, that's the new hashtag you're using this week. Squab. Hashtag no. squab. No. Okay, final one of this round. Dragonfly. A. 1,000 dragonflies. It's fireflies. Oh, my <laughs> A. Chrome. C R A W M. Oh, it's got a W. That's even better. Yeah. Is that what you wear on your head? This is supposed yeah. to be a what? Uh, I already King forgot. Cat. A dragonfly. B. <laughs> okay. If it's Crom, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> B. Sewing needle. Uh huh. C. Doot. D O U T. Oh, my God. Or doubt. That, that's I'm not literally sure. like a callback to the first podcast we tried to do. Doot. Oh, my, yes, that is fair. Uh,. I really want it to be sewing needle. That's really cute. That's what I'm saying. Because I can tell you're trying to have a straight face. God, I'm it's really like good at this. Your eyes went dead. <laughs> All right, yeah. I only have, I I only have two it. modes. I think yes. I'm the first person that got it right on the first try, too. So. Okay, so one and a half points. I think when we play the sound drops that your mic doesn't work because I didn't hear you say that. Oh, good. But no, it's you, probably just that the sound drop was so loud. It's that good quality THX. Yeah, it was the surround sound. THX? So that's Dolby the Digital 5.1 surround that's sound very good we're joke. experiencing right now. Thank you. Round three, <clears throat> final round. It was originally going to be a tiebreaker. I was not expecting either of you to get any points. <laughs> So. Well, hey, it's a one and a half to a half. Exactly. So, so if you of course crush you would be it. Keeping score. So this is diff- not from the NPR, thank God. But it's <laughs> common. You're the one that picked it. I know. I was like, 
Okay. Also, this morning, apparently, I was an hour late for work because I didn't remember that I was supposed to Are work. Are you serious? But it was for the taco shop, so it's okay. Oh, okay. As soon as yeah. I yeah, quit there, the, I'm going to put the rope them. tacos, as we talked about earlier. Exactly. I'm going to put them the fuck on blast as soon as I'm Do the it. folk on blast whenever I quit. <laughs> okay. Okay. But we know sayings like, oh, if a person, they're, they're a bad person. They're lower than a snake's belly. Mm-hmm. The goal for you two is to make your own sayings for these three bad traits. Oh, this is great. Okay. So, in any order, I don't care who, but we know who's winning so far. (laughs) You need to describe a cheap person in a folksy sentence like that. Hmm. Go. Stop moving, Lola. Squibblier than a squirrel. Squibblier? Huh. I'm going to say um, he's granky. Okay. I'm going to give neither of you a point for that <laughs> because I said to make a sentence. <laughs> I said one he's was squigglier just... than a squirrel. Wait, 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 okay, wait, wait, okay. What is the connection between cheapness and squiggles? Well, Okay. First of all, are I you going to tell me why a choo-choo is a fucking I said squibble. A ritty bob? All of that shit was just wait, nonsense Wait, wait, wait. Please, please. Okay, look. One of our first shirts that to... we sell... Wait. We, <laughs> we, <laughs> the first shirt we sell, I really wanted to say, uh, Yas Queen, make the riffle. Continue, Eric. <laughs> okay, first of all. How does that not convey a cheap person? Like, you see somebody, they're like, they're, they're in the store, and they see the price tag, they start squibbling around. And, I mean, they're getting really agitated. Like, that's why I said he's squibbling like a squirrel, because, I mean, squibbling that's... Squibbling just sounds like manic. Are you saying squibble with a W or with an R? A W or an R? Squibble or scribble? Well, first of all, it's squibble, but that's with a Q-U-I. <laughs> I'm gonna say he's, I feel. Okay, I'm gonna say he's got the grank on him today, and the grank is stop. What the are grank you doing? is like a mythological creature that just like makes you cheap. He's like, well, I definitely am giving it to neither of you for this round because <laughs> it's so wrong. Because you're making up a word. I'm saying make like a metaphor. Oh, okay, that, okay, fine, fine, fine. Wait, give me another chance. Okay, but it's clear from my description. You, <laughs> Not a, a, really. Eric, at least got the format well, it, right. You have to imagine it following that list of words you just said. Okay, okay, fine, fine, okay. I'm going to lose my mind <laughs> already more than I have. Okay, so some of the cheap, I will say, um, I can't think of anything. Okay. I'm going to go with the grank is on him. Great. Next round. <laughs> next part of round three. There's nothing better than that. So, uh, okay. But if one of you make some shit up, like, "Oh, this is a dwombo or something," <laughs> I'm gonna die. Okay. I mean, I just tried that. <laughs> make a sentence of words in the English lexicon. <laughs> Fine. What about my dialect? To describe, I don't know, maybe linguist. To describe a dumb person. This is a good segment, mm, and I can't yeah, believe hard. you did it so badly in the first part. Okay, yeah, yeah, let me think. Think of, like, uh, uh, what is it? Riddle me this on Comedy Bang Bang. Well, no, I understand the challenge. It's just, like... Do you? 
Yeah, I do now. Great. All right, let me think. Um, oh, no, I need to ask a question for this. this but... a smart, uh, Rachel needs to ask a question. You can have she's a sidebar. A... I'm allowing Okay, you. what? Rachel needs to ask a question because she's as smart as a ketchupless pot roast. Ketchupless pot roast. Okay. Ew. That's pretty good. Continue. Shit, that makes mine <laughs> sound really bad. I would have ex- also accepted meatloaf because I know that's the thing people don't think. Yeah, they yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah. Meatloaf, meatloaf, and putting. Okay, so already putting ketchup on a pot roast is pretty gross. Okay, because no, I started with meatloaf and then <laughs> that we drifted from there. Okay, I I get what you're saying. It's a contender. So continue. <sighs> okay, um, I was gonna say. They're like a bug that. Uh, I Say can't it. Think of what it is. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> okay, they're like a bug who's about to get a brand new car. Silky <laughs> robes. I'm trying to say they're like a bug that's going into a spider web. Oh, okay. So like they're like a bug that's about to get. <laughs> that, how about I won't robes. give you a point. Okay, but you know where I'm going. Exactly. Uh, how about like a s- this bug is about to go bungee jumping. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or like um, they love hexagon or like what is a spider web made of? Uh, that that <laughs> kaleidoscopes. I don't know. That's the that thing would I needed be good to ask about if they had the shape. Yeah. But they're all like I don't know. So my heart is in it. It's just yes. Um, for the pot roast, I'm giving you. One point. Yeah, I, have to give it up I was going to say, her heart was in it, but she left her brain behind. So, okay, now, now the tiebreaker. <laughs> you need to make a sentence to describe a lazy person. <laughs> Tim, I feel like you should have to do these as well. Okay, I'll go, I'll do cheap. I'll think of cheap okay, while you fine. are on this. How about I say this? Okay. They're like a rabbit with only one gave birth to only one rabbit kid instead of a whole litter of them. <laughs> I thought you were going to say they're like a rabbit with only one leg. No, that's not lazy. That's just like... They're they going nowhere. It. You think rabbits... No, but you know how rabbits be fucking... <laughs> I do. Well, they're like a rabbit that... Just, they won't. I put a pin in that. Okay. Do you have anything yet? Yeah. Rachel's as lazy as an undried sidewalk. Oh, shit. Why do you have to make it about me? <laughs> Very good. Now it's like Scott Pilgrim. Exactly. Um, I'm trying to think. Well, okay. This is going to make me look like I'm not good at my own segment, but here I go. That's why I did it, because it's harder than you think. I know. Um, they're so cheap. Their credit card number... Is one. How is that even folksy? How is anything? That's so modern. Oh, fine. Um, <laughs> give me a sec. Cheap. I saw a good one that was like, oh, they're so tight-fisted, you could hear the bald eagle screech. Because they have a coin. They. Oh, that's pretty cute. Yeah. Tim's um, lazier than a rusty tractor. I like... Um, no, not as I good. used to know someone that, like, if someone's pants were too tight, they'd say... You could count the change in their pocket. That's good. I like that. Yeah. The point <sighs> being, you don't let your tractor rust if you actually use it for work. Wow, well, now he's going to teach you a lesson. So a rusty tractor owner, maybe then. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Great. I did anthropomorphize the tractor. 
Now that's what I like. Anthropomorphization. Can it be an anime? Yes. Lady? Um, yeah, let's make an anime lady tractor. And she's getting a little rusty, if you know what I mean. Okay, Tim. Crickets. Please. Okay, I will say, uh, please what? Say, say a cheap one that isn't uh, a critic. A cheap card. one. Okay. Um, hmm. I guess maybe I did put you guys on the spot, but that's what games <laughs> are. <laughs> Cheap. Cheaper than Donald Trump at tax time. Yeah, he is a folk legend. Exactly. Well, he is the only person about who it. represents working class interests, am I right? A pomander ball. He's so orange. No. Don't compare it to something good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> re- re- I withdraw my comment. Cheap. Uh, uh, wait. They're uh, so cheap. That they don't spend much money. <laughs> uh, wait, what if it's like it. they're like a rat in the plague that won't spare any of its fleas? Uh, okay, that's good. I like it. It's really wordy, so that's good. Um, are we done? Yeah, Eric, I think you won. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Even though I, I said the crank, the crank. Yes. Okay. okay, I will, for next episode, I'll have some good ones for these three. <laughs> or, okay, wait, if we say round three, well, no, I don't want to take it away from you, but we should come up with our best ones for next okay. podcast. Okay, yeah. I'll do cheap, because I'm so, I still can't think of one. You're dumb, and you're lazy. I'm dumb. You're lazy. I'm making a riffle. Okay. Time to leave. <laughs> Try it again. <laughs> Later. Bye. Hey, will you pick me up? Will you pick me up some uh, stardust? No. Stardust. Yeah. I like that. Starbucks too. Okay. All right. Now we got to get to the final mm-hmm. segment. Yes. When we get to discuss um, Aunt Area, what did you think of Aunt Area? She was. I mean. I feel like she'd be too intense for me to, you know. No, she was so sweet. Well, yeah, that's true. But I'm just like, God, she's so self-sufficient and everything. It's just like, I'm like, ugh, I can't even sew a button. Oh, I know. Mm -hmm. But she would teach you. So chapter two is about Aunt Aerie, who the Foxfire students interview. And she's a woman, I believe in her 80s, that is living by herself in a cabin. Um she's got no running water. She's got a fireplace. Um, she gets her water from a well. Uh, her husband passed away and half her body is paralyzed from a stroke. Right. Yeah. And you couldn't even tell from the picture. Oh, I know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and she was honestly like really freaking cool. Like she was so tough. So whenever they get into the cabin, uh, the first thing she's doing is, do you remember? Like taking a pig to town. <laughs> like, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> that's a good way for his, this it. segment is not going to be very vegan. Um, she is, she has the head of a hog and she's trying to get the eyeballs out of it. And to so make, what was it? Seuss meat? Souse. Souse. Huh? Well, I mean, good memory. Um, it that way yeah, I heard an interview. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Um, but so these students come up to this cabin, and, uh, yeah, she's trying to get the eyes out of this pig so she can make souse meat. And so they're helping her with this, like, while they mm-hmm. interview her. And taking out the eyeballs and shit. Yes. And um, 
Well, was there anything that stood out to you about her? Well, one thing, like talking about, I remember she said like, oh, if, even if I was rich, all I would do is like add a sink to my yeah. land. That definitely, I'm just like, wow. I mean, if you're just loving what you're doing, like how many of us can say that now? Well, yeah, that was a whole part of like the interview was she was talking about how she was happy where she was and the government was trying to buy the land from her. Right, yeah. And she didn't want to take the money mm-hmm. because it was her home. And uh, I don't know. I feel like she just represents like a lady from a very particular time where it's like she literally made everything herself. Um, uh, it reminded me a little bit of Garrett's grandma mm-hmm. um, who we stayed with for a couple months. And one story was that so she has her own, like, little beauty salon out of her house that she's been cutting here for, like, I want to say, like, at least 30 years, if not well. more. Uh, but, like, she also had this antique glass washboard, which I've never seen one. But, like, you know, she put all this money into, like, her salon. Like, she would just, like, hand wash her cl- clothing and, you know, just dry it on a line and everything. And I'm like, you know... Very impressive. That is. Mm-hmm. And actually, speaking of clothing lines, at one point in the conversation, they do get the eyeball out. And uh, do you remember this? And <laughs> yes. Ari throws it just out of the cabin and it like bounces off one of the roofs right, of one of her buildings. Around. Yeah. And then it lands on the clothesline. God. And everyone has a big loft. Exactly. Um, one like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, collectively, they all do the Joker laugh. <laughs> exactly, and be like, you know, this would be a good character <laughs> in a comic book, which we will invent. Yeah, she's like, why so serious? Uh, but she is, like, super cool. Um, I listened to a podcast about her, and I got a little extra information. And I actually do want to say, like, it is a podcast that um, the Foxfire Museum and Heritage Center just started doing. Oh, cool. Like, this year. and um, So the people who would be ashamed of what we're doing? <laughs> no, it's the direct competition. Oh, that's true. Um, the name of the podcast is It Still Lives. So I definitely recommend that if you want something serious uh, and, like, actually informative. But I did get a couple <laughs> clips of her mm-hmm. voice. Oh, cool. Which I listened to it today, and it was very emotional. Ooh. Because it's, like... When you start to learn about these people, it's like she really represents uh, this key demo of like self-sufficientness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like an era where it's like she didn't care about money. Right. You know what I mean? Like she says she, for most of her adult life, she loves candy. Mm -hmm. And she says, you know how much I spent on candy my whole life? And it was a nickel. Oh, wow. Like literally. Mm -hmm. Um so, yeah, she, I don't know, she's got all these nice little sayings, and, like, they said on the podcast that she always, like, welcomed people into her home. She loved to see the kids mm-hmm. and, like, made them big meals, and then they helped her, like, plant her garden and stuff like that. Right. But I did want to find this quote, because she had a bunch of, obviously, like, mm-hmm. really good sayings, and she was just really cheerful. and Right. She would definitely be a valuable NPC in a video game. <laughs> That's how I put it in my frame of reference, everybody. Um, oh, yeah. There is this good line that I underlined in the beginning, which... Um, so she is, like, totally isolated. And later on, it talks about how she's, like, sometimes gets scared because she is just, like, by herself. And, like, 
or do you remember the part where it said like she was trying to get food from her basement and the doors had sealed shut because oh. it was so cold outside mm. and she was like too weak to open, open them oh, she, yeah. so she was like going without food for like a long time and she was like yeah i was really scared and then eventually she like melted the ice and everything mm. but yeah it's like that dire um but in the beginning it says her occasional visitors were also sacred as we were shown when she said on our arrival that she had wanted to go somewhere but had stayed at home simply because she felt like someone was coming so it's like she's always, I don't know, she's very social and she loves mm-hmm. to have people over. Right. But she also is just all by herself. Oh, definitely seems like, uh, what's the word? Agoraphobia? Agoraphobia. Agoraphobia. Maybe. I feel like, I don't know, it doesn't say really if she traveled in her life. Mm-hmm. Um, well, she it said that she was going to go out somewhere, but then she thought people were coming by. Right. So, I mean, like, it doesn't sound like she's, like, worried about going somewhere Yeah, it kind of just sounded like she had a sense that, like, someone might stop And if, if, like, you know, the government's trying to take her land out from under her, mm-hmm. then it's like, well, if I leave, you know, who's going to be there to stop it? Yeah, that's also true. Um, but, yeah, so I just, I don't know. I was trying to find a documentary about her because she just, she seems like a really legendary person. Um I don't know how much jokes we can make, really, because it's just sort of... Right. Uh, but I think this is definitely, like, it's not the... This isn't the comedy portion, talking <laughs> about, like, but being like, yeah, you know, it's cool hearing about this, like, figure in this community. Yeah. Well, and I think it's, like, particularly interesting for us, right, because we are used to living in the metro area, first of all. So, like, all of us have lived in apartments or, mm-hmm. like, rent houses, for yeah. a long time. So, oh, like, the like, idea of actually having an area where you could choose to forgo things like running water, et cetera, right. mm-hmm. and, like, take care of your own food that way is mm-hmm. pretty much, like, it's not really within our reach. So, it's, like, a totally different. Right. That's yeah, it's like, like another world. I mean, her being able to do that definitely seemed badass and why I feel like. Yeah, I mean, like, mm-hmm. the, the government isn't going to come knock on our apartment door tomorrow and be like, we'd like to buy this apartment from you, right. you know, mm-hmm. and you, like, have to battle with, am I willing to give up this home that I see as, like, an extension of myself, right? Yeah. you know, and go somewhere else? Like, how happy do I feel about my, mm-hmm. <laughs> my time at this apartment or mm-hmm. whatever, you know? Because ultimately it belongs to somebody else. It's not really. Right, exactly. And, uh, I mean, that is a big part, like, they especially talked about it on the podcast, uh, which is, like, identifying with land and relationships versus, you know, with your career or with your assets and stuff like that. And, like, how, like, it's actually interesting because her husband died right when they were starting the Foxfire Project. Oh, right. So, it's, like, literally people from that generation who were probably the last ones that would ever, you know, be raised in that environment and die in that environment. Like, Mm. they were dying. Right. Like, with all Mm -hmm. their knowledge and everything. Mm -hmm. And when, like, if... Did it say if she, like, was literate? I don't remember. She Yeah, she could read. She always, like, read her Bible and the newspaper and stuff. But I can imagine a lot of those people who are, like, if school wasn't an important part and, like you know, writing things down mm-hmm. if somebody, even if they wanted to know about, like, oh, their life in this, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, like, actually, that was one thing that I thought about, too, which is, like, people love to talk 
uh, crap about young people and millennials and say like, literally, you know, they're so detached from reality. They just like to take selfies. But uh, I mean, young people are always the ones like trying to preserve this stuff. I feel like exactly like in a lot of cases, I mean, it was like students that were going out and recording this like Mm -hmm. material and, and just doing it because they wanted to know yeah. and, like, preserve it. Yeah, and I feel like younger people always crave that stuff because we're getting further and further away from it. Mm. And we're aware, but now it's just, like, getting harder once, like, oh, the like, all of our, not all, but, you know what I'm saying, like, society's, like, built around technology mm-hmm. and, like, the daily grind of trying to buy the new thing. Yeah. When I think as people have become more and more alienated, like, for instance, the reason millennials are like such a catch-all for the derision of people who are older than them you know even though plenty of millennials are like in their 30s now right and Um, gen Gen z and everything too yeah it's well i mean part of part of the reason that their culture is so shocking to older people is because they have started to experience the hollowness of not having any sort of like financial security and realizing that a lot of the stuff that they were brought up thinking was valuable mm-hmm. is completely it's a it's a commodity relationship so if the you don't have starting to be drawn you, back well if you don't have money to afford it you can't play mm-hmm and so instead, then suddenly they're starting to look for things that, you know, you might put in scare quotes that are more authentic. Mm-hmm. But what I mean that really means is things that have escaped commodification mm-hmm. because those are still things that, you know, you hear it people still talking. It genuine and you, everything. Well, yeah, you, help, you hear people identifying more with ideas about, like, socialism, et cetera. And the reason is they're looking for something that strengthens social relationships they want the emphasis to be on the social aspects of society versus trying to see things through the lens of uh being able to sort of jump from a set of commodities to another and sort of like dabble in things right because that's less available you spend a lot more time sitting thinking about okay so where can i like put my money because i might be putting myself in serious jeopardy you know on how i spend it Yeah, I think that's a really good point. And, like, something that kind of struck me was even Aunt Aerie, who's out here in the middle of nowhere, uh, was worried about debt. Um, Because there had been, like, I guess they had done some work on her road or something. But um, even this woman who, you know, everything about her is just, like, we would see us so from another age entirely. Mm -hmm. Uh you know, capitalism had, like, already encroached on her life, and, like, there were things about it that kind of snuck in where she was like, I would love to get this repaired or whatever, but she was, like, so terrified of debt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it was sort of just, like, I don't know, it's, like, that and the looming threat of, like, you know, all these people who are harassing her for her land, you know, it's sort of, like, even on airy. Yeah, and it's like if that's what you're seeing of people trying to like basically like uproot your life, mm-hmm. then that's not really a system you're wanting to join. Right. Even if the system could benefit in the sense of like the roads and everything. Right. Well, and she understands the distance between herself and the people who would potentially put her in debt because she doesn't see her land as an asset 
I mean, she sees it as an extension of herself. Exactly. Right. Like, I mean, she's tied to that land. That land is part of who she is. And that's something that's very foreign to the idea of, well, I mean, in general, like, what capitalism is totally predicated on, which is the fungibility of, like, anything. So it's like life substance itself is exchangeable. Can I play this clip? Because uh, there's actually a part where she talks about um, the government wanting to buy her land and then being really confused oh, wait, this about clip? why she won't... Wait, wait, wait. wait. Stop ruining my okay. sound drops. Yeah. <laughs> I'm obsessed. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, oh, yeah. For people that don't know, that is a lady trying to do a Jamaican accent. Uh, yeah, Little Mix, I want to say. Or the other one, no Fifth idea. Harmony. Um, Get your facts right. But, yeah, so... This is just a really quick clip. I didn't want to take a whole bunch of stuff from the podcast because I think you just should listen to it if you're interested. But uh, I did think it would be cool to have her voice in this. Uh, And this is her talking about how people are just baffled because it's like, why wouldn't you take the money? You know, they're looking at it from that perspective. And to her, it's just like, why would I, you know? Um, But yeah, let's listen. Yeah, I guess I got this about what I'll have when I took away from here. Yeah. Looks like the porch outside is going to have to be fixed. And they want me to sell a place so bad. You know, they have this place all the time. You Who's know, after I, it, Paul? I can get lots of money to this place, and I know it. I've already been offered lots for it, and I wouldn't take it. Off the $500 acre. Okay, I guess it Oh, she off. had 500 acres? $500 per acre. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it was like a few thousand dollars that they were offering her. Right. And For listeners, I didn't do a very thorough reading. That's okay. That's why I took notes. But yeah, so that it's like, you know, she talks about so many different things about like all the stuff she knows how to make and all, you know, all her different memories of growing up. But yeah. That does sneak in there because it's sort of always, you know, in the back of her mind. Honestly. Um, But we can talk about the more cheerful things. Uh, We do need to check out a bunch of the foods that she talks about being able to make are in later chapters as recipes. Oh, nice. Yeah. So uh, corn pones. Oh, yes. That was in the help. That was a thing. Oh, the movie. (laughs) Yeah. Where... One of the, I forget the character, but like... George Harrison? Yes. George Harrison, uh, she... Ringo Starr. I'm going to end you. Oh, I get it, yeah. Hilarious. Oh, help. I gotcha. Um, anyways, she only knows how to make corn pone, so she hires a maid, Octavia Spencer. Oh, nice. Yeah. Do you know what corn pone is? It's like, it make, I think of like polenta... That's just what I know from Chopped. Oh. Where it's like some kind of cornmeal fried, maybe like frittery or something. Hmm, frittery. John Rittery. <laughs> little rat <laughs> Did you hear In the middle? Where it's yes. like totally different? That is, yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, hominy? Lie hominy? That she makes. It's, oh, right, right. Yeah, you soak it in lye. Um, obviously, souse meat, which is like pork that's canned. Uh, they said that it was like spam, kind of. Interesting. Yeah. I saw an ad for spam. It's preserved. And it looked like I could actually... I've never thought about eating it, but that 
Don't. They did a good job with the commercial. No, don't. Don't. Okay. Well, I mean, I've heard people. I've heard people um, tell me otherwise. But when I was pretty young, we had a lot of spam hanging around, and I'm just, oh man, I just cannot. Mm-hmm. That's how mom is with like lima beans. Really? Like, yeah. Um, do you want to hear the part? Wait. <laughs> Uh, I'm not doing anything important. Do you want to hear the part where uh, she talks about the meat? Oh, yeah, sure. So this is the first part of the episode, or the interview, whenever they walk in. And uh, I like it because it has her laughing. Mm-hmm. And actually, there's a line in the beginning that like really makes it uh, clear what her character is like. It says, she put on no front, condemned no one, but still said what she thought. And uh, I kind of like that sassiness of like, She'll speak her mind, but she also, like, harbors no real ill will towards anyone. And, you know, she loves guests. Um, Reminds me of me. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. You're just on a hill, just wanting visitors to come by. Yeah. Uh, In my rustic apartment. <laughs> plucking eyeballs. Mostly just plucking eyeballs. Um, but, yeah, l- let's listen to this clip because it has her laughing, and it's just really, like, I don't know. I feel like her personality shines through. I don't want to cut here if I can help you. Oh, the black stuff running all over everything. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I can get it. Give it a good pull and see if you can see you're strong with <laughs> Oh, my goodness. See if you can pull it down out a little further. <laughs> oh, goodness, love. Now, see if you can take your fingers and pull that eyeball up and cut it off. Okay. Now, I, I I can, but if I had strength. Uh-huh. Now, and I, now tell, me, tell me again what you're going to make with all this and how, what you're going to do with it. Sauce. Sauce. Sauce meat. Uh-huh. Boy, that's the best stuff I'll ever eat. Better not do sausage. <laughs> and <laughs> how do you make that? Take this now and I'll soak it in my and soak every bit of this blood out of it. I don't never cook no meat. Soak meat. all the blood out of it. Yeah, soak uh-huh. it until it's just white in the morning. That's the reason we're getting ready this evening. Uh... It's I, hard. It's hard to hear. I yeah. guess I well, don't know I, why. It's I heard harder. the laugh, but I could not understand. Yeah, it. for some reason, it's harder to hear the words. But uh, I, mean, I mean, reading it, you can definitely tell. You can read it in the book. And the parts of like how many apostrophes are there? I know. Like, <laughs> I I could understand. Yeah, let me see if I can find a quote because like they oh, really so did a good job of did like they, they write it in dialect in the book. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. They did a great job because you can really like see her accent come through. I keep wanting to play clips, but I don't want them oh, to be... sorry. Let me set it back oh, up. Oh, no, not that. But also, I don't want it to be like I'm making fun of her dialect. Oh, no, no. But here we go. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like a really Wait, awesome game. I want to play the my favorite part. Well, he doesn't do them all in a row. Well, I didn't think so. I like... Link uh, doesn't do the thing. Like, <laughs> This is my favorite part is when it switches to when he's like outside the room. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that is. Uh, okay, here's the last thing I want to say about Aunt Uri. Um Wait, let me check my notes in case there's anything I missed. No. Um, yeah, I would encourage people to just, like, go check her out because there's... I mean, I feel like you just have to read about her uh, and, like... The Foxfire Museum has a bunch of quilts she made and just, you know, all kinds of cool stuff. Um, but uh, one thing that you might like, do you know who Jessica Tandy is? It sounds familiar. She's an actress. 
She was in Fried Green Tomatoes. Oh, like, Garrett would know. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, she's a famous person. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, they made a play about her life. Okay, that is cool. And Jessica Tandy played her. They also made a Hallmark movie. Oh, nice. I'd rather see the play, probably. Uh, yeah, I feel like that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I know who Jessica Tandy is from um, I Want Candy by MC Chris oh, gosh. as MCP Pants. He says, um, I'm her Hume Crone, and she my Jessica Tandy. I want candy. And I'll, any kind will do. Don't care if it's nutritious or it's FDA approved. It's going to make me spaz like bobcats on booze. That's, I prefer juice than only. I can say produce, the S word. Can build a giant drill, bore straight in hell. Release nature demons from their sleep of a spell so they can walk up on the earth. Get were situated in the hog thigh bills and MCP pants. It's great. No. <laughs> this is what rap sounds like to me. Oh, my God. Damn. Uh, it is funny because at the end of that interview, James Brown is like, he just starts randomly singing. Oh, He's God. fucked up. Fucked Cocaine's up. a hell of a drug. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Um, but at the end, he just sings, it's a man's world. And the anchor, is who is totally fed up, is just like, you're right, it is. Thank you for reminding us, because sometimes we forget. Is it a woman? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That is perfect. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, but this is a good story. So they made a play about Honorary, and when... Uh, Jessica Tandy was playing her. They gave her the knife that Aunt Ari used to cut the hog. That's and it was made by Ulysses, her ex or oh her God. dead husband. And so she used it in the play every time she did that scene, and she used it in the movie. Mm-hmm. And when they recorded this podcast, they said they got a letter, and someone had sent them that knife. That is really cool. I know. That's just it's like. A holy grail type object yeah. where it's like all this, you know, just energy yeah. and life has been used with it. Exactly. And I mean, the scene of her just like with that pig when those kids walk in, <laughs> right. you know, like not knowing what to expect. I mean, that's just iconic. I mean. So, yeah. Are, are you crying? No. Okay. Because I was totally crying. Like today oh. when I was at work, I listened to it and I was like fanning my face because it was so emotional. <laughs> I mean, I can believe it, <laughs> honestly. But yeah. Um um, I'm trying to look for like little things about Honorary that I want to get in. Uh, she talks about like growing up, she worked hard. She used to pick huckleberries. She hoed corn, um, and all for like nothing, you know, like they would make like a dime or something. Mm-hmm. Um, she knows how to make foot mats out of corn shucks. Was it, wait, was baskets. that what they were primarily doing though? Selling it? The. Or were they like parents? using Berries? stuff? Uh, well, it's kind of weird because it says she um, she hoed corn many a day for a quarter, many a day, and we used to pick huckleberries, me and my brother, and swap two gallons of huckleberries for one gallon of syrup. Had to do something to make a living. So bartering. So yeah, I would imagine it's yeah, just probably. between other people in the community, right? Um, well, it almost it would be weird. What? It almost sounds like. Um, like, you know, somebody paying you to... Yeah, to do a chore. Yeah, to, like, hoe their corn or whatever. I bet and, so. And, like, you know, you make a little bit of money doing that, but then, you know, you have your own stuff, potentially, that you're trading for that or whatever. Yeah, she says they pick blackberries and strawberries, always had something to eat, pickled beans and everything. Um, we pickled beans in a 20-gallon barrel, had two bushel baskets full of cans... And I took them out there and poured them on the... Oh, yeah. So she had groundhogs. You remember this? 
They ate a bunch of her uh, beans. Phil. Oh, yes. Now I remember. Yeah, <laughs> sure. And uh, she scared him away with shaking cans. Oh, right. I always reference that. What do you mean? Um, Are you going to say wild thornberries? No. Like, whenever I see a customer come into the taco shop, yeah. I say to somebody, like, I need a can a full shake. of, like, rusty nails <laughs> to shake at them. How did you know about that? Uh, it was in an episode of 30 Rock. Dude, I knew about it from the wild thornberries. Which episode was that? I, I swear it was, like, some kind of wild cat, like a leopard or something, oh. and they shook a can of, like, coins. That's funny. I like that. Uh, but, yeah, so if you ever have groundhogs and they're eating your beans, uh, go ahead and shake a can. Um, I don't know if it was groundhogs or something else, but uh, Ludine, Garrett's grandma, mm-hmm. had, oh, gophers, I think. So she bought this, like, thing. It's like a little solar powered. It looks like a solar powered, like, light. Like, you know, for the, um, like, that you put along your driveway or something. Mm-hmm. But you put it in the ground, and it just emits, like, a whir oh. sound, like, every few minutes. Ooh, and freaky. then it. Yeah, and just the sound of it just, like, uh, repels them, apparently. It's like audio, like, terrorism. Mm. <laughs> exactly. It was either it's in just Japan. This. That would make me want to stay there. Or really loud underground. Exactly. I'm about to make it riffle to that. Um, <laughs> hell yes. Uh, unless we have anything else, do you have any jokes? Um, Reflections, questions? No. Okay. Well, knowledge that I should do more research, but I think this is good for well, a second episode. To, you know, just take notes or whatever if there's anything you want to talk about. But uh, yeah, I figured we could leave everyone with uh, quotes from Aunt Ari about life. And uh, here's what she said. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said, I'll tell you, be a neighbor and you'll have neighbors. Always remember to have a friend, be one. I like that. Yeah, pretty good. Um, uh, I guess plugs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you have anything to plug? Um, I'm not sure which number season it is, but the Project Runway season with the <laughs> twins. I'm watching it right now. They are talking about, I wouldn't want to have them as a neighbor. Watch oh. it. Wasn't, uh, you don't know about, what was Spooky Chan or whatever from 4chan? What was her name? Spooky Chan? Oh, yeah. that's that rings a bell, but you know my I mean? brain doesn't, it's repressing it oh, actively. Dang. It was so, it was just like they were obsessed with her. They would always post pictures of her. You're talking about Boxy? Yeah, Boxy. No, 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 wait. No, Boxy wait. Boxy Brown from Aquatine? No, no, no. Boxy from 4chan. Now I'm looking it up. This is stupid. To the sound drop. It's not working. Oh, there it is. You want to do some improv about uh, Dr. Who? Um, I think it's really bad that they have a woman doctor. I mean, what? This is uh, Creepy Chan was her name. You know what really upsets me? She was on Project One. Or no. She was? She was on Next Time Model Never End. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. Wait, who? Those are different. Oh, yeah. I remember that person. Yeah. Any whoozles. My uh, plug is going to be about 
the Sunrise Movement. If you live in Oklahoma, uh, we're trying to start a hub. Oh, right, right. It's on, based in OKC, but... It is based here. If you want to start your own hub, hit me up. Uh, there's going to be a Southern Regional Summit in Nashville coming up. So uh, check it out. It'll be fun. And the Trailbillies are going to be there Hell the yes. day before. Not at the summit, but they're going to be in Nashville. You got a plug? Oh, I, I never have anything to plug. What's something you like? Um... I don't. Oh, sweet mama, your daddy's got them deep in Do it one more time, dude. Well, oh, sweet mama, your daddy's got them deep.